Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi and welcome back to the Latin Connection, Billboard's weekly podcast on all things Latin. I'm Griselda Flores in Los Angeles and Leila Cobo will not be joining me on this episode because she is out on assignment, an actually very exciting assignment. She's interviewing Mana who is kicking off their Latino Power Tour in the U.S. this Friday in San Diego. So I'm sure next week she'll be back with some amazing quotes and incredible anecdotes from her interview. So this week, I promise to keep it short and sweet since Leila Cobo is not here with me. Um, But yeah, let's start off with some amazing and very exciting news. Enrique Iglesias actually just got his 14th number one on Dance Club Songs chart with Duele el Corazón featuring Wisin. So why don't we listen to the track, which became an anthem for the summer, and then we'll go into some quotes that he sent us when he found out about the news. that was Enrique Iglesias Duele el Corazón featuring Wisin, which just gave him his 14th number one on Dance Club Sung's chart. And when he found out about the news, he told Billboard exclusively, I'm one lucky guy. Duele el Corazón keeps surprising me in all senses. And then he added this to his quote, which I refuse to believe. But he said, number one on the dance chart, and I don't even dance. I don't want to believe that. I want to think that Enrique Iglesias does dance and he dances somewhere in the world to whatever music, but he dances. <laughs> That's what I want to believe. So I'm, I'm going to keep thinking that. But Duel el Corazón was actually has been on the uh, number one on the Hot Latin Songs chart as well. And Leila picked it as her favorite song of the summer. It's She said that it reminds her of his other hit, Bailando, and it does sound, it's very, it has some similarities. It's very upbeat, makes you just want to dance, uh, fall in love. Enrique Iglesias actually said, the song is quite simple and profound at the same time, and in the end, all we need is love. Couldn't agree more with him on that. But I don't agree with Leila, and I picked as my favorite song of the summer, Carlos Vives and Shakira's La Bicicleta, that song, that reggaeton vallenato tune just stuck with me all this summer. 
made me want to go to the beach and just ride my bike. <laughs> That's what I pictured myself doing when I listened to the song. It's just has a hummable riff, catchy lyrics, and it was number one on Latin airplay charts, and you just heard it everywhere you went. But um, but feel free to share your favorite song of the summer. Please chime in and tell us uh, what song what song you were singing all summer long. Uh, but yeah, so like I promised, I'm gonna keep it short this this week. Uh, I already want you guys to listen to this week's interview with Draco Rosa. He is a Puerto Rican singer, Grammy and Latin Grammy winning artist. He's also a cancer survivor who's about to kick off his tour in the U.S. called Lo Maldito y Lo Sagrado. So he actually kicked it off last week, I believe, and he's visiting a couple other cities in the U.S. Um, but he has he just has a very inspiring and motivational story. Um, I talked to him about that, what made him want to come back on stage to share some moments with his fans. He also talked about new music he's working on, just other amazing thing that, things that he's doing. He actually, aside from coming back to the stage and touring and producing new music and just, he's creating, he's a creator. He's creating so many things, so many magical things. So let's, let's listen to that. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. We want to welcome Draco Rosa to Billboard's Latin Connection podcast. It's really an honor to have you, to speak to you. You're one of my favorite artists. You're a great inspiration to a lot of people. And you're ready to hit the road. Yes. We're on tour. Very excited about that. I mean, this year has been exciting for several reasons. Uh, you know, we just came back on the road. Cause we actually have been on tour off again, on again. I think a lot of people were like, well, is he? Because I was sick for a while. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, is he well enough? Is he... So I think finally, uh, now that we're doing this tour with uh, Live Nation and we're doing about know, 12 dates or something like that, uh, New York, Orlando, Miami, all in September, uh, starting September 1st, I think, we leave. The third, we're in Riverside, um, and then on the 8th, we're in Los Angeles. But yeah, New York is, I don't know the dates. Oh, here we go. The date. <laughs> Magically appear again. It's called Lo Sagrado y Lo Maldito. Tour. Lo Sagrado y Lo Maldito. Yeah, so September 1st, San Francisco, can I say this? Of course. Yeah, the 3rd, Riverside, on the 4th, San Diego, September 8th, Los Angeles, the 10th, Dallas, the 11th, Houston, the 13th, San Antonio, the 15th, Miami, the 17th, Orlando, the 18th, Chicago, the 20th, New York, two nights in New York City on the 20th and the 21st, nice. the 22nd, Washington, D.C. Wow. So can you tell us a little bit about the name of the tour? What What's the meaning behind it? Yeah, you know, the, this is what's going on. You know, it's like a 30-year career, right? And what happens is there's a collection of songs that are more sagrado. And then there's this other batch. It's a huge mm-hmm. batch, more maldito. And, you know, this is more, there's rock and roll and psychedelia. And then there's this beautiful side, which is very romantic and super uh, beautiful. Yeah. But the problem is, as we, as time passes, it's hard to, number one, play them all. And number two, it's hard to mix some of them. Mm-hmm. So I've been toying with the idea and really, this tour is more maldito than it is sagrado. <laughs> but we've been toying with the idea of trying to, uh, which I remind me to mention to you, a friend here, we talked about that, the that that whole 350, 350 people, because I believe that I'd like to start trying to do shows that one is the sagrado show, mm-hmm. one is the actually separate. Mm, okay. Because also I enjoy them more, knowing that the crowd is there because they do want to have this sagrado moment, you know, which is. What I mean by that. I so what's the like difference? Mas yeah. Mas, okay. Are these beautiful songs, right? That are very, very uh, 
they're fragile in spirit. Spiritual. And, and, and spiritual, they're all spiritual. Mm. But they're just lighter and, and uh, you know, there's just a different kind of band and, and it's just, uh, again, romantic. Okay. And then you have the Maldito, which is all the rock and roll, experimental, off the cuff, improvisation, and, and you know, hybrid of other songs and covers and Nice. It's just a little more exciting mm -hmm. for, for, for me in terms of, you know, electric guitar, just angst, a little more angst. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's what Sagrado Maldito is. But with this show, we do pretty much the Maldito first, and we do a couple of, a couple of beautiful songs towards the end. But um, I really want to separate them because I have a lot of music that I can't play because, you know, there's curfews and you only have so many hours, so much time to play X amount of songs. Mm -hmm. So it becomes difficult. So I'd like to separate the two. Yeah. And you say 30-year career, just like nothing, but it hasn't been just 30 years. It's been you've won a Grammy, Latin Grammy. Yeah, we have a couple It's been a struggle, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been easy, no. an easy career. No, it hasn't been easy, but I don't think anything is, but it's been fun. I read a quote uh, that you said, life is not supposed to be easy. And it really stuck to me. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah, it's not supposed to be easy. You know, the interesting thing... Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, at this point, you're like, oh, those are cliches, but, you know, there's some truth to that, you know, and, you know, there's, it's, you go out about your life, and, yeah, it's, it's when, you know, with the failures is when you learn, you ever read anything about Abraham Lincoln, and, you know, a slew of other people, it's like, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's all a bunch of failure, right, and then, uh, and then you sort of, the triumph, right, the mm -hmm. triumph moment, you know? <laughs> and they come, they come every once in a while, you, you write a hundred songs, and maybe one, matters to someone you know it's just what that's the reality of of of, of what we do um, uh, yeah it's not easy so you come back uh, how are you feeling you know we've all you know been following your story um, how, how are you doing emotionally doing great. you know the emotional side is what it is all the time mm -hmm. you, know, you always kind of do norte you know yeah it's like that's never ending I think that's every morning up. I think the idea that you can actually wake up in the morning is already awesome. You know, yeah. the idea that you can lift your head up off a pillow is already in itself a great day. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you realize that you know you can fall ill. You know that you know it's just you know nothing is going to last forever, and that you know pain can can mean death and all this other terrible stuff. So yeah, the idea that you can get up and just enjoy the day is amazing. I've learned that, that, you know, what matters is sort of the instant. What matters is the here and now. You look at today with Italy and that earthquake, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, here we are, you know. And so this moment, you know, should be a moment of gratitude and love. And it's like, how do you maintain that on a constant? It's not easy because, you know, life creeps up on you and problems and responsibilities and things like that. But I, I think there's there's a beauty in, in, in just trying to stay engaged in the moment, you mm -hmm. know, and really uh, enjoy it as much as possible. What uh, has kept you motivated throughout all these years? Motivated throughout all these years? Uh, that's a good question. That motivation, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I think you're surrounded, you know, the people that you, you choose to be around, because we kind of need each other, you know, and, and I think the world has realized that more and mm. more. And I have learned that too in the last four or five years. How much, um, and I've done it al natural, just like collaborations, you know. But I didn't. It's, it's so important to to have each other, to have a team, to have a tribe, padrino, you know, soldado, your soldiers mm -hmm. that you're a part of. We're all soldiers, you know. So yeah. For that, just a little bit of that that joy, and you know, to disfrutar un poco, you know. I think uh, the motivation is is 
there's so many things, you know, there's so many things activate that, you know, and sometimes it's just beauty, you know, seeing beautiful things, you know, going to the, the museum, something basic. Of course. You know, for me, I, I, I get amped and it's exhilarating to be on a motorcycle. I love speed. I showed up to see my doctor once. Which of course, I went to go see. It's forty minutes away or so over in. Uh, I'm, we're in LA. So uh-huh. I don't know where this is, but yes, we're in LA. We're in LA. It's a forty-minute <laughs> drive to go see the doctor. So I go on a motorcycle because I figure there's a lot of traffic. So I show him. That's the way to like, go. Draco, we work so hard. <laughs> what are you doing on a motorcycle? I'm like, I'm living. You know, I figure I'm living. I'm living a tope. You know, to the fullest. Um, as much as I can. Yeah, you that's know. the mindset. The mindset is that it wasn't always like that. And I think, you know, I've had to learn the hard way. You know, yeah. Some, some of us, uh, I celebrate some of my friends because they've made changes in their life, whether it's nutrition or whatever, just lifestyle. And I think we have to pendiente, you know, pay attention to when we were, you know, because who knows, you know, you're just you're running so fast and since you, you forget to stop and just go, okay, well, you know, I got to make a couple adjustments here because, you know, nobody goes forever. Of course. And I, I think also um, I'm a big coffee person. And I want to hear about your coffee that I want to taste. Coffee's good. I'm glad. I wish I had, you know. Oh, yes. You, I, you know, if I had a way to get the coffee and have the coffee, because <laughs> I'm very proud of both our coffees. And we, I say both because we have a boutique coffee, which nice. is Cafe Horizonte. This is from the farmhouse and the estate there. There's a 100-acre estate by the river and the lake. and all. Very, very magical. A lot of food there growing. Um, good team out there. And then there's this new coffee. And the new coffee... It's sort of the birth of the new coffee is is amazing um, because we started a foundation, a nonprofit, to help out uh, folks that are looking to figure out how do I pay or even find a match with a stem cell or how do I even pay for it? It's, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so we're like, well, what can we do? And also, there's a crisis in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. right now. You know, it's going through a very difficult time. Uh, you know, employment and so on and so forth. So we were able to do a friend. And couple of other cats get together with a couple of coffee farmers and the the branding itself is Draco Rosa's 100% you know Cafe de Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and the idea is that uh, you know all these cafecultores we all get together and we presented this this idea to Walmart in Puerto Rico we love the idea and it's become the number two coffee in Puerto Rico wow so very excited about that and the beauty <laughs> is that you know percentage goes to the foundation and it's also creating a lot of jobs you know so employment so yeah, I'm over the moon by you know be, being a part of that. It's like I feel like as a huge contribution, and from on a personal level, the satisfaction that we can we're helping people, and it's, it's very cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's very special. Because sometimes you get into music, you know, it's like oh, it's okay. Why are you doing music? You know, a lot of people go, oh, I just want to be famous, or somebody just I want to. Do- if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This and I, and I have found myself in, in deep depression wondering what, what, you know, because I, for so many years, you know, maneuver you know, music and doing this sort of thing and you're feeling without a purpose sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Because you're surrounded by a lot of people who just want to be famous, and you're like, "Wow, this is not what I want to do," you know. And, I, and I've questioned, you know, because like music is so such a sacred little place that you know everything is off the cuff and everything has to be puro natural, and it's like the business itself isn't. And so I found myself several times, you know, wondering why. And the first time in my life since I've fallen ill, mm-hmm. you know, talk to a lot of people that have survived cancer, they'll be like, "You know, it's the best thing that happened to me." And within that, there's sometimes there are radical changes, you know, especially with transplants, you know, whether it's your uh, your taste buds change or you just, you get a divorce or your career, you're like, you know what, I'm going to do something else. I mean, there's huge changes when, when, you, when you go through this and you survive it. And a lot of people you meet that have had 10, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. are cancer-free, they all tell you, it's the best thing that happened to me. And that's why I, I used to hear that when I got sick. I was like, okay, great. What do you How mean? Do you do yeah. It? And it's a lottery, you know, it really is. And, and you know, I think it's a little bit spiritual. There is nutrition, and it's just where your head's at, you know. It's, it's hard, you know, the world is what it is. It's a complicated place, and it's like, how do you keep, you know, motivated? Mm-hmm. How do you figure that out? And it's a very personal journey, obviously, you know, dentro de la espiritualidad, also just, you know, and how you treat yourself, you know. And, he, and I'm learning to love myself, i say, for a couple of years, to tell you the truth. You know, I think I, you you kind of have to work on it every day. Anyone yeah, does, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, but well, I didn't know. I'm just learning now. Yeah. <laughs> last few years, I'm like, yeah, you know, and I, I learned from two very, the, I have this book, I bring that up because they're Nina Neeson is a, a co-author, and then there's a, there's a nurse that came into my life, a nurse, a friend, Jean, who was just, you know, a godsend too. And, you know, she taught me, she would tell me, you got to forgive yourself. You, you come down on yourself. You're like, I don't have anybody in my family has had this cancer stuff. I'm like, you don't say why me, but it's like, what, what, or you, what I was saying is, well, what did I do to my deal? Mm. How far did I go and, you know, doing, you know, misbehaving? Yeah. Right? And just get crazy. Yeah. Whether it was whatever, drinking or whatever, just getting crazy. And I, and I started going like, wow, you know, I did myself in. I went far. You know, it's like you're 20, then you're 25, then you're 30, then you're 35. Before you know it, you're like, you're at a certain age where you're like, hey, man, you were supposed to get off that train a while ago. <laughs> and so I wonder you how far, and they've lost friends along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my friends are, are dead. If you still don't pay attention, right? Because they're always like, it's not going to happen to me. 
So I, it took me a while after that second bout to, to really love myself. You know, I love myself. Loving yourself is being you're 100% fine with yourself and doing what you want to do. I mean, it's important that you, you feel. I know it's hard because obviously everyone's like, oh, I've got to make a living, I've got to pay the bills, I've got to figure things out. But it's nice to be able to feel like, hey, you know, everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You just got to be, believe it. Things are going to work itself out. No, you're not going to fucking control the world. Excuse me. Go ahead. You're not going to control the world, you know, so just be one with it in the universe and try to be in touch with your intuition and surround yourself with like-minded folks. I think that's key. You know, you, some friends you got to get rid of. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know, if your friends are not going to contribute to, you know, that thing that you're hoping for, which is a little bit of joy, a little bit of tranquility, a little bit of love and, and a lot of art and a lot of, you know, creative feel, that feel, you know, that, that aroma and that be amongst, you know, your peers and it's not just music it's just in everything you know what you eat what you consume what you decide to do at night how you wake up in the morning who are you going to compartir with you know these things I think for me are crucial Mm -hmm. at this point I know the difference now I know like okay so I've cut off a lot of old ties and I continue to do so so as long as I feel like you know we can there's respect and and love and gratitude in the mix then I'm in you know yeah I love that I love that. And um, so you're going on tour, but you're also working on an album. Yes. Okay. So then how come you put a pause to that to kind of hit the road? Because it's all that matters for me at this stage, too. That's another thing. To me, what dominates now, I've caught a lot of beautiful records. I mm-hmm. feel that I've done you know, a pretty decent job there. I've done really nice music. I know I can do it, and I've done it. So i got nothing to prove to anyone. Uh, the the system itself and the business itself it's what it is and you know I'm at a place in my life where if I can play live I'm going to go mm. and I'm a studio rat I've been a studio rat for years in fact the early years when I was putting records out I had so much rejection in terms of like well that's weird and that's weird that doesn't work for this format and this doesn't work so I was like cool I was enjoying making the records and I enjoyed um, the, the, the you know because repetition was kind of um, getting me sick too you know the whole idea of like like routine-ish yeah and you go do the song you get and people expect you to sing it the same way and it's like that's not how we walk and breathe man you know life isn't like that you know so the system it was always like well there's a tv show so you got to keep feeding that tv show and you find a niche and you got to keep feeding the niche so it was really difficult to do that Mm -hmm. you know and now i realize i just want to like if i can people want to see me play live it's, it's great. I'm enjoying it now for the first time. I never dedicated a lot of time. I haven't been the road thing I thought at the time was a bit sterile because there's a lot of repetition, a lot of posing. I used to see that it's like, and I'd go see whoever, I'd see Sting, I'd see Peter Gabriel, and I'd see a show two or three, and it was just, I thought there was a bunch of posers out there. Mm-hmm. You know, because, and, and, and I, and you know, again, not because it was lady nada or gospel, it was just, you know, I was there. That was my thinking at the time. The live thing, it was a lot of, Repetition, people just saying, being the same thing. So, but I found the joy now because I have an opportunity. I feel like, and I was talking about, I feel like the reason I, because I can talk about other things. Music is just my life, it's who I am. But all these other things, like, uh, you know, the nutrition and what happened, you know, I think that I've been able to offer in some weird way because I've been told, cierto aliento, how do you say it in English? Like a fresh, for fresh someone, air, for or someone something. that is is you know is scared because it's a scary scary thing you know you fall ill you know and I saw you know a lot of young people suffer too you know it's weird because I was in, when I was in quarantine and I was asked to step 
uh, you know, stay there. You know, you go crazy between the drugs they give you and the fact that you're ill and your immune system is at zero and, you know, you start rejecting the family, you don't want them to see you like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you get not one, not one hair in your body, now I'm celebrating hair, but, so, you know, you're that guy. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you know, I don't want anybody to see me. And so you start, you fall into depression, you're in that, and then they say, step out, you're allowed to step out. And I, my first, when I was allowed to step out after a couple of months, to walk the hallways was very difficult to do when you're like so weak and they go well, we're gonna have an art class where if everyone's going to meet up I go oh, everyone who's everyone was well, so today's only three people it's you and two other people and those two other people happen to be a lot younger than me you're 17 and you're 17 and 23 or 24 wow. a, a grown guy she was waiting for a donor she's been waiting for a donor He's waiting for his donor, the donor that was set up for her, for this young fella. He, you know, didn't come through. So these two are in limbo because they're the only immune system. So they're all cooked to whatever the contraptions, and he's peeling completely. You get traumatized. I didn't go back, by the way. I was like, I'm not going to art class. Forget that. <laughs> I stayed in my room. And there's nothing. You know, when you get so ill, there's nothing that works. Right? Yeah. It's not. You're, you're beyond asexual, you're beyond all this stuff. You're just, you know, you're there. At this point, your connection is with your higher powers or whatever spiritual thing. There's, there's, there's no human being that can bring comfort. Like anything that is comforting is so beyond. It's this mm-hmm. thing. You, you become that. You touch in touch with something. Okay. Some other, I didn't even know what to call it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that becomes what, what you're in touch with. So all that is reason to go today and say well when I, somebody wants me to go play I'm going to go play you're going to go play I'll do a record when I do a record yeah but I have a record mm. I just have to finish it <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be star studded like Vida or is this going to no, be a little bit that, more that was no there's no star studded um, no Vida was one of those <laughs> rare moments yeah. that happened because I was like I would never I'm first of all I'm never one to go and ask even people I know I know a lot of people yeah. for a favor of course hey man would you be on my record it was tough for me to do what I did. Really? Yeah, and I had to depend on a couple of other friends to touch base with friends of mine to see if they would be down, you know, because this is not my style. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I would do that. I, would, I wouldn't initially go like, oh, I'd love to do a duet with a bunch of people. I just know um, something that would come out naturally. It, okay. It, was, it spawned out of from another person that said, hey, why don't you do this? And I was like, and there was a meeting, and, and so it kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know? So this album, what can we expect? Or, well, there's two two collections. There's a uh, there's, there's a collection of songs that are just very beautiful in Lo Sagrado. Okay. And I haven't told anybody this, but the reality is, Lo Sagrado Malito is also what I wanted to deliver to Sony. Mm. You know, it's a because it you know, be real. It's like I have this beautiful stuff, and I have this stuff. They don't belong together. Yeah. You know, they're inside Uno, pero the world is not that black and white. So I thought, well, maybe I could do, you know, the Sagrado Maldito, but I don't think they were very much into that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> so I figure I'm going to give them the Sagrado, you know, mm, and then okay. all the other experimental stuff is I'm giving it to the foundation. So I'm putting uh, a body of work together that is It's amazing. Amazing. So, you know, so yeah. something like that. That's amazing. And then in October, you're going to be an inductee for the... Latin Songwriters Hall of Fame, congrats. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Very earned, yeah. yeah that's that's about cool. time. That's really a beautiful thing, too. You know, that's a nice thing. Yeah, because yeah, you always go back and think about the time. Like when I, sh- I, was, I went to record like Barabundo, mm-hmm. you know, this album. 
I went to record with Phil Manzanera from Lots of Music. I went out to London. It was great. For a couple of months, lived out there. My first child it was great. My wife flies back to Los Angeles. I fly to Miami. I fly to Florida to go visit my parents. And then I get that call. And I sent a DAT back then. We were sending DATs. I sent a DAT to New York, to Sony. And a buddy of mine in-house calls me. And he's like, they hate it. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, everybody's like saying, you got to get rid of this guy. You know, you got to get him out. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I hang up. And I'm devastated. And my mom's like, don't worry about it. You're just misunderstood. <laughs> my mom, she's so sweet. Moms are sweet. You know, mom yeah. Say, oh, don't worry. Everything's fine. <laughs> and I was devastated. And then, but then, I get another call from this friend. It's like, well, and I don't remember what it was, but somebody said, no, man, this is like, this is like, you gotta get, you gotta put this record out. This is like Ziggy Stardust. This is, this is a thing, you know, whatever they said. Mm -hmm. And so the album comes out. Of course, it was like nobody wanted to really touch it. <laughs> I went to Mexico and they canceled all of my. Promo. Oh my god! So that's been the that's been sort of like mm -hmm. an ongoing thing. And so then you become an anti promotion, right? And you're like, you become the enemy. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's like, I'm just trying to do some music, man. They're like, hey, you do some music. It's too difficult. You're not doing, you're doing music for yourself and not for the people. I never really quite understood that. Mm -hmm. No, you have to do music for yourself so you can be real music. And then the hope is that somebody's going to like of it. Of course. I mean, we're not fucking, you know, building a teddy bear for a certain age group here. Mm -hmm. fucking, this is an emotional ride. It's music, right? It's yeah. It's art, right? And somewhere on the way, the business has become not about that, you know? But I mean, luckily we have the internet and there are other people doing, you know, creating sort of uh, a platform where, you know, folks can, can find their way and, and, and be themselves, really. You know what I mean? It's, it's one life. It's a brief one. Be yourself, man. There's no... Unless you want to be an actor. Right? Then you can be somebody <laughs> else. But outside of that... Be, be yourself. Be yourself. Enjoy. Be fascinated. Enjoy. Be true to your passions, man. You'll be all right. It'll light the way eventually. Yeah. So now... um Looking back at this 30-year career, what has been your proudest moment? My proudest moment? Yeah. Just to be here today. Tell you why. Because there, it's been great. It's been great. Con todo the milo went on the dips. And you know, it's, it's what it is. You know, you can't, you know, you risk everything and you regret nothing. I always say, I have a little t-shirt that I put on my t-shirt. I always say, you know, my life was a risk I had to take. And so you better fucking stand up and deal with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, don't miss your your tour. And then an album is coming. It's on its way. Next year. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. So we're excited for all of that. And we're so happy that, that you were part of our podcast. Yeah, thank you. Really. Thank you so much. Yeah. Same. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that was Draco Rosa, Grammy and Latin Grammy winning artist, cancer survivor, and just a fighter in life. Uh, so catch his Lo Sagrado y Lo Maldito tour and look out for his upcoming album, which should be out very soon. <laughs> and yeah, come back next week, you guys, to the Latin Connection podcast. I'm sure Leila will have some cool stories to share about her interview with Manette. So see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Si te acercas un poquito más, me meterás en ti. Si te sueño más, ya no podré dormir. Nunca. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.